You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. This week, I want to focus on three very specific things that I am doing this year in terms of business development. And I wanted to share those because I think that it's really, really helpful to hear what other business owners, what other leaders, what other successful people are doing in their businesses and why. And if you are new to the community, welcome. I try to be an incredibly open book in terms of what works and what doesn't in terms of my business, but also give you really tangible, practical advice that you can apply to your own business. So I'm going to pull back the curtain and talk about these three very specific things that I am choosing to do in 2023 and the why behind them. So I'm going to start with number one, which is fine-tuning our offer suite. So what I mean by this is really looking at our overall ideal client and making sure that I have clear offers for each stage of that ideal client journey. And so something that I teach and something that I believe and something I talk about, whether you work with me privately or you've listened to the podcast or been in one of my group programs, is that I think that your ideal client reveals themselves over time. I did not start out in this industry with a clear niche or ideal client because how in the world would I know that until I gained some experience? So I really started in the online space in 2016. My business really kicked off in terms of going all in on my own business in 2018. And now we're entering 2023. And I'm really just now feeling super clear on who my person is and what are the different stages of their journey, right? Of their evolution. And what I mean by that is I work with successful female entrepreneurs at a very, very basic level. That's how I would describe my ideal client. But where do they enter my business? At what cycle are they in? What stage of business are they in? So I want to make sure that I have something for the person who is maybe just starting out on their business journey and they're a woman and they're successful and they are driven and they know that they're going to have a successful business, but they need some more of the basics, right? The foundational pieces. What do I have to be able to support them at that stage? Versus somebody who has already been in business for a year or two, and they're looking at ways to up-level their current existing service-based business. I can say, oh my gosh, I have the strategy session masterclass. I have the toolkit. Whatever those options are, I have a way to serve that woman. Or the woman who 
is ready to really start embracing her CEO role and get really clear on what it means to become a leader in in business. And so she might be a better fit for one of my group programs, such as Activate or our our Mastermind, the, the Scale Your Way Mastermind, or whatever program happens to be being offered for that stage of business owner. Or maybe it's the person who is already at multi six figures or multi-seven figures, and they're really wanting to get clear on that alignment piece and become a more aligned leader in their business. And so they're a great fit for private coaching where we're going to dig deeper in terms of who you are as an individual and making sure that your business truly supports that, right? For longevity and sustainability and scalability and all of the things. And oh yeah, pure joy, (laughs) that piece of it, right? So that could be the same woman, She could come to me when she's first starting out and I have this introductory program that's self-paced and it's at her level in terms of bandwidth and investment. And so she can start there. And then as her business is ready to be up-leveled, she can purchase the toolkit or start offering strategy sessions. And then when she's ready to scale, it's potentially investing in the consulting framework accelerator. You see how I'm painting this picture, right? It's because I know my person really well. So I'm focusing this year on really fine tuning that offer suite so that when Becky comes into my world, right? We're just gonna make up this wonderful woman named Becky. And when she lands in my space, it doesn't matter what stage she's at. She is still my ideal client and I can help her based on what she needs. And so that to me is the business that I want to build. That's a business that we have created because we really started with scaling our business in terms of coaching through a group coaching program. And what I have done is continue to grow with my people, grow with my audience, meet them where they're at. And that ties into the third thing I'm going to talk about today, but really looking at the life cycle of my clients and what our ecosystem looks like and making sure that we support that. So it makes a lot of sense for me to go in and really fine tune our offer suite so that we're meeting the most people that we can where they're at. And again, this is how I'm designing my business. This is how it works for me, but I'm sharing the why behind it, right? It's the right time for us to fine tune this offer suite because we know a lot about our people. We know a lot about how I am designed to help people. So it's that intersection of what we've created and what's bringing me the most joy and how do we really enhance that and make sure that our business is really firing from all cylinders in all directions. And so that is going to be one of my three main initiatives this year is to really focus on fine tuning that offer suite. But I wanted to go into the why behind it, because if you're newer in business and you're like, oh my gosh, I only have one offer right now, but Melissa's talking about fine tuning her offer suite. This is not meant to create any type of FOMO or any type of imposter syndrome. This is simply something to notice and be aware of so that when you know that you're ready for this stage of your business journey, you can say, okay, it's time for me to pause a little bit and put some effort into really looking at what I've created and making sure that I have dialed this in at the highest level of optimization, okay? It wouldn't have made sense for me to do this two years ago or four years ago for sure. This is the right time right now. Also, to be able to do this is gonna take some manpower. It's gonna take some investment in terms of both time and money. And it's going to potentially say that if we're gonna pour some effort into doing this, maybe I'm not gonna have 
time to launch an additional program. So I have to be in a space where I'm mentally prepared to know that this could impact revenue or maybe it doesn't, maybe it just boosts it right away. But also this is part of really thinking about this from the standpoint of your CEO self, right? Being honest, being true. Okay, this is something that needs to be done and I'm gonna put some effort into this And that may take away from the amount of time that I can put into launching another program simultaneously, for instance. But that's okay because this effort is going to pay off in the long term. This is going to help with sustainability. This is going to help with client retention. This is going to help with audience growth. All kinds of different reasons why this is a really smart thing for me to focus on. So that was number one. The second thing that I'm going to focus on in 2023 in terms of business development is more content repurposing, doing a much better job than we currently do in terms of repurposing our content. And it's not that we do a bad job of it. It's that there's a massive opportunity to do a better job. And part of that is going to also involve me doing more writing. I want to write more. I know my audience now better than ever. I know myself now better than ever, especially as I have been doing so much deep work in, in human design and looking at how to get my message and my ability to lead people out into the world in the most authentic way to me possible, I'm super excited to create more content. And then how do we repurpose that and be really intentional with making sure that we get on as many different platforms as possible to reach the most people who would benefit from this information? Because right now it's a little bit spotty, right? We spend a lot of time creating content for the podcast, but if you're not somebody that listens to podcasts, you might not get this amazing stuff that I continue to put out in the world. And yes, we repurpose it and we put it on the website. But beyond that, there are little snippets that make it over to Instagram, but it's not like the full meal deal, right? So how do I look at opportunities to be even more impactful with a message and get it out to more people in more places? So that's one thing that we're really, really going to look at. And then also, like I said, I want to write more. I want to create more because I feel so incredibly aligned with how to get my message and my genius out there more than I ever have before. This is part of the work that comes with digging into who you are as a leader. This is the work that I do for myself. This is the work that I help my clients do, figuring out how do you get excited to get your message out there? Because the the way I do it, the way that I'm designed to do it is different from the way that you're designed to do it. And I continue to dig into that because I want to be lit up about sharing ways to help people in in a fun and easy way for me, right? Because It's no fun if I'm like, oh, I have to go create content. Nobody wants that. But when you figure out how to do it in a way that feels good to you and works for you, and there's a lot of layers to this, right? Part of this is coming from really digging into my own personal human design and figuring out how to get my message out there. But another part of it, another tool that I like to use is looking at my cycle and syncing my cycle to my calendar and figuring out what times of the month am I at my highest creativity peak and I'm going to sit down and want to pump out content, making sure that that time is reserved on my calendar as white space to be able to produce content instead of filled up with 
discovery calls or um, one-on-one coaching calls or something else, right? So being intentional with my time to make sure that I can write and be creative. And then how do we repurpose this content in the best way possible? So that's what my team is really working on right now is new systems for repurposing content. And we're bringing everybody in instead of having everybody in their little siloed places. Like, okay, we have somebody who writes a lot of our marketing emails, right? I write the content and the ideas, but they put it all together. And then we have somebody working on the podcast and then we have somebody working on social media, but how do we all start working together in a more cohesive manner so that we become more of a content repurposing machine versus just each individual little area of expertise that we're, we're focused on. And so I think that's important to share because honestly, It's easy to look at any business out there who puts any type of regular content out and say, oh my gosh, they must have it totally figured out. But you know, that's rarely the case. And that's, that's not the case for us. And it's rarely the case in any business that I go into where they've got their content repurposing so dialed in, it would knock your socks off. Now, of course there are people that do that, but what I mean is most people have opportunities to really, really dial that in further. And knowing our opportunities, knowing our blind spots, knowing our weaknesses is really important, especially when we're totally acting as a CEO of our business. Where do I have opportunities for growth? How can we do better than we're currently doing, right? It's not about making it wrong. It's not about pointing out the things that we're not doing well or that we're bad at. It's how do I enhance? How do I improve? How do I make things more efficient? And that's part of stepping into your CEO role. You have to do that for yourself. Nobody's coming for you to do that for you. Obviously, unless you have a business manager or something like that, who can help with that? But ultimately, that's your job as a CEO of your business. And I don't care if you're not even at six figures yet, or you're making multiple six figures or multiple seven, like now is the time to do it. You don't have to be at a certain level in order to start really thinking about your own content repurposing or how do you fine tune your offer suite, you can start thinking about it now. There may be no action that needs to be taken, but I want you to really start looking at your business as a real business, really stepping into that CEO role, being willing to look at your blind spots and where are those opportunities for growth. When you start to do that, it changes how you show up. The third thing that I'm going to focus on this year is continuing to enhance our client experience. My clients are so incredibly important to me. Their experience is so incredibly important to me. And I want that to be felt through every single layer of the process, including when you first learn about me. I want you to feel as if I care deeply already because I do. That is integral. That is the most important thing. And I want people who have previously invested with me to also feel like, I care deeply about them because I do. So often, so regularly, I find myself wondering how a previous client is doing, wondering how their goals are, if they have gone on that trip that they said that they wanted to make happen, or if they were able to finally hire their first team member, whatever the thing is. Like, I care about the people I work with so, so much. And I think we do a really incredible job. In fact, I know we do an incredible job of making people feel valued and loved and not a number, but like, how can we continue to even up a level that more? That is important to me this year. So I want to look at ways to add more value to my current offers. Like what else can I do to support my 
clients, right? Whether it's a group program or whether it is in private coaching. So for instance, we're getting ready to kick off the Scale Your Way Mastermind and something I'm doing for all the women in there, even though it's not a program promise or a piece of what you get for being in the program, but something that I wanted to do is look at their human design charts. So I'm doing human design readings for each and every woman in there because we are going to use that as a massive tool for figuring out individual scalability plans. And, you know, I could just say like, okay, we'll figure out what your human design is and you need to learn a little bit about it. But no, I'm going to do that for each of them. I'm not charging them more money. It's because I know that they're going to get so much value out of that. And I want them to be successful because if they're successful, then I'm successful. So that's just one little example. Another thing that I'm having so much fun doing, and if you've checked out my stories from time to time, you may have seen glimpses of this, but I hand pack all of my own gift boxes for clients. We used to use a fulfillment company and we have used things like BoxFox in the past and some small businesses, which I think are, are super cool and super neat. But there's something special that happens when I'm putting my energy and my love into each of these boxes that I prepare for the women who are in my private coaching programs or in my high-level masterminds. I'm literally packaging it up with love. And I think that that speaks volumes and people really, really enjoy that. And I enjoy it. So how do I do more of that, right? I don't have all the answers yet, but Part of that also starts with revamping the user experience on the website. We have a beautiful website and it's amazing, but how can we also make it even better? So scheduling another VIP day with our web designer to be able to enhance some things, giving some more valuable freebies to be able to support people earlier on so they can also experience what it's like to start to become part of our world, but making sure that the whole experience speaks to the level at which we will serve our clients. So looking at things with fresh eyes and saying, okay, is this delivering the level of experience that we had hoped, or are we missing the boat somewhere? So kind of auditing what already exists and then looking for opportunities for enhancement, but all tied back to that continuing to enhance our client experience. And one of the big, big reasons for this is because when people invest with me, they stay for a long time. The average length of private coaching is 12 to 18 months. You can start as low as six months to work with me privately, but people stay two, three, four iterations. I have a current client right now who's signed her sixth package with me. And that's because I'm calling in women who understand the value of long-term support instead of, you know, mentor hopping and, and really being honest with yourself and saying, wow, it takes a lot to start with a new person, especially when you are looking for that deeper sustainable support that focuses on that value-based leadership development and knowing yourself more. When you invest in that, in terms of both time and effort, and somebody else gets to know you and it's a right fit, you can't you can't replace that. <laughs> so I think that that's something that we're really starting to see is this longevity in terms of the life cycle with clients. We have to make sure that we're translating that earlier in, in our journey. So people understand that like, you are not a number when you come to work with us. Like we truly get to know you and how do we help you feel that earlier on? So I'm sharing this because this is the why behind it. 
I have seen that people stay with me for a long time or they invest in a number of my programs. So how do I make sure I'm communicating that in an earlier stage of business of the, of the journey for a potential client so that they can start to feel that? Because once you have invested, I think that people realize, oh my gosh, this is the real deal, right? Because this is especially important in this day and age, because I think there's a massive shift happening within the coaching industry where people are starting to be more aware that not all things are equal, right? So starting to do a little bit more due diligence, researching a bit more, finding out what am I actually going to get for this investment? What is it actually going to feel like to work with this person? When I invest, are, am I just going to become another number on their balance sheet or are they actually going to put some effort into getting to know me and my business? And am I going to experience real support and being held? And is it going to feel really good to me? And so providing that through our customer and client experience is, is going to be really necessary now more than ever. Not to mention, like, that's part of my core values. I want people to feel valued because you are valued when you work with us. So beyond that, also looking at ways to nurture not only current clients, but previous clients. How do I go back and provide value to people who've already invested in me, right? Because I think we could gather around previous clients and so many of them would raise our hand and say, yeah, Melissa reaches out. Or I know that I can always pop into her DMs and ask a question. I'm not immediately going to get a link that's like, here's a, a paid link to book time on my calendar. That's not how I roll. There are plenty of people out there and that's their business model, but that's not mine. So how do I make sure that those people who have previously worked with me also still know that they're valued because they are? So really these three things all come back to how do I serve more people in the best way possible while also honoring what we know in terms of what people want, who my people are, and how I like to make people feel, and what's the easiest way and most authentic way for me to do this. So we're going to look at fine-tuning our offer suite. We're going to look at more writing and also creating more opportunities for content repurposing and then continuing to enhance our client experience. But it all comes back to the client. It all comes back to people. How do I love on and serve more people in the best way possible based on what I've learned, based on where the business has evolved today, and based on who I am as a leader? So really looking at all of these three things through that lens of how do I honor myself? Because when I do that, I serve people in the best way possible. So I challenge you to look at your business development for 2023 and, and identify some key areas that you want to focus on and then figure out how to focus on them in a way that feels good to you, in a way that honors who you are as a CEO of your business and how you're designed to lead and how you're designed to grow your business and reach people. And when you do that, you will be shocked at how much more empowered you feel, how much more confident you feel, and how much more of the CEO you're becoming just by simply thinking through it, just by simply identifying the things and writing them down. And then when you take teeny tiny action, that's where the magic starts to happen. That's where you start becoming this greater version of yourself. And if you are at a place where you're ready to start doing this and you're wondering, well, how do I become more aligned? 
start looking at who you are as a leader. Look at your leadership DNA. How are you designed to do life? How are you designed to do business? Look at your Enneagram. Look at your Strengths Finder. Look at your human design type, your Colby. Start to gather information and data and then evaluate, does the business that I've created support who I am designed to be? And I think that you will learn some really, really important things and probably get really excited to know what's possible and also why maybe some things aren't feeling as easy or as aligned as they could, because potentially you're doing things in a way that aren't best for you. And then how do you optimize that? So it's never about being wrong. It's never about having done it poorly. It's about, oh, I have new knowledge. And now how do I recalibrate and adjust so that I can experience greater alignment and become a more confident CEO of my business? All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will be right here next week with a whole nother episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.